Hello everyone and welcome to the 51st episode of the Compliance Update podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to bring to you legal, regulatory and compliance updates and alerts that you may have missed during the week. Let us look at some of the key developments in the past week. In our first segment, we will be covering market-related updates. India and Australia have set up an aggressive 30-day timeline to finalize the Early Harvest Agreement EHA before forming a full-fledged free trade agreement between both countries, Commerce and Industry Minister Piyush Goyal said on Thursday. Capital Markets Regulator SEBI on Monday came out with trading features pertaining to electronic gold receipts EGR on stock exchange platforms. Under the guidelines, trading in EGR segment will be permitted from Monday to Friday and on stock exchange platforms. They can set their trading hours within the time limit of 9 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. or 11.55 p.m., SEBI said in a circular. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman on Tuesday addressed the Board of Capital Market Regulator, SEBI, in her customary post-budget meeting, during which she emphasized the need for SEBI to take further steps to reduce compliance burden reduce cost of market intermediation, take some more investor protection measures, further develop the corporate bond market, develop the green bond market in the context of increasing focus on ESG investment, initiate next generation of reforms to improve ease of doing business and be prepared for the possible market turbulence on account of US Fed actions the regulators set in a release. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman on Tuesday asked market regulator SEBI to be on the guard about probable volatility in the domestic market due to the US Federal Reserve's decision to hike interest rate in the world's largest economy. Further, she asked SEBI to initiate the next generation of market reforms to improve ease of doing business, a SEBI release noted. Moving on to some banking sector update. The RBI kept the repo rate, the rate at which the RBI lends to banks, unchanged for the 10th time in a row at 4%. All six members of the MPC headed by RBI Governor Shokti Kanto Das voted to keep the repo rate intact while one member, Jayant Verma, dissented against retailing the accommodative policy stance. The RBI decision indicates that lending and deposit rates are expected to remain unchanged in the banking system. RBI Governor on Thursday said he cannot predict the exact timeline of when the central bank digital currency CBDC will launch but will happen in the next financial year 23. The RBI policy statement of status quo has a clear distinction between policy strategy and policy stance and can coexist simultaneously. Banks and non-banking financial companies have to be watchful and improve their risk management measures as the unwinding of easy policies could have spillover effects, the Reserve Bank of India Governor Shokti Kantodas said on Thursday. Borrowing cost for states eased with the RPI delivered a dovish policy last week would soften the bond yields. Raising policy rates to curb inflation and using unconventional policy to rein the yield curve which would have been better option. The RBI's Monetary Policy Committee, MPC, in its first policy meeting after the union budget, kept the repo and reverse repo rates unchanged at 4% and 3.35% respectively. This accommodative stance of the MPC implicitly shows that the RBI is putting more emphasis on taming the yield curve rather than containing the inflationary pressure in the economy. 
A deputy governor at the RPI on Monday made a statement that cryptocurrencies are akin to Ponzi schemes or worse and banning them is the most sensible option for India to avoid the threat they pose to financial and macroeconomic stability. Quote, price stability is definitely uppermost in our minds and price stability basically means maintaining and adhering to the inflation target, unquote. RBI Governor Shokti Kandutas said at a press conference after the RBI Central Board meeting. The 2022-23 budget proposals and the recent monetary policy announcements have set the tone for a durable and broad-based economic revival which has started gaining traction as the nation emerges from the third wave of the COVID-19 pandemic, according to an RBI article. The RBI article on the state of economy also emphasized that the domestic economic situation continues to improve the unsettled global environment notwithstanding. Lastly, let us look at, into some government sector updates. The government has proposed restoration of powers of Directorate of Revenue Intelligence DRI officials to issue notices in evasion cases through an amendment to the Customs Act. In the union budget, the government announced its intention to promote green bonds with a view to support investments in climate-friendly projects. This is a timely move as India needs to urgently scale up the quantum of finance to meet her climate obligations and finance low-carbon development. The finance bill presented in Parliament on February 1st proposed to insert Section 135AA in the Customs Act to protect import and export of data submitted to customs. Given the record government borrowing plan of Rs 14.3 lakh crore for financial year 23, the Reserve Bank of India, which already holds as much as 17% of the Rs 80.8 lakh crore outstanding government bonds, will have to find buyers for at least Rs 2 lakh crore as banks typically opt for short-term debt of another 10 years, according to a report. India's benchmark inflation rate measured by the Consumer Price Index, CPI, rose to 6.01% on year-on-year. In January 2022, data released by the Ministry of Statistics and Programme Implementation on Monday indicated. Environment clearance issued to as many as 60 mining areas has paved the way for legal mining of Bajri, riverbed sand in Rajasthan more than four years after the Supreme Court banned the sand mining activities in riverbeds until a scientific replenishment study was completed. The mining will start in almost all riverbeds of the state after the completion of necessary formalities. India will hold the presidency of the G20 from December 1, 2022 to November 30, 2023, culminating with the G20 summit in India in 2023. The Union Cabinet, chaired by Prime Minister Narendra Modi on Tuesday, approved setting up of a G20 Secretariat and its reporting structures, which will be responsible for implementation of overall policy decisions and arrangements needed for steering India's forthcoming G20 presidency. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening in with us. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Also, feel free to write in to us with your comments and suggestions to editorial at the We hope you have a wonderful weekend.